What's up, guys? Welcome back to another live stream here on the fellow KGB channel. We're doing a live mock draft. This was kind of a, an impromptu one. I got the Friday day off. We're just going to be doing a live uh, drafters.com best ball draft. What's going to happen is we have the ninth overall spot here. It's going to go 20 rounds. It's uh, considered a fast draft. It's like a minute timer per pick. Um, so McCaffrey off the board, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. We'll hang out for the whole live stream, and we'll just keep making our picks. Uh, what's cool about drafters.com, I think there's a, we have a sponsorship coming in the way, so I'll have a promo code for you guys eventually. But uh, for $1.10, you can do these live best ball drafts. I know it's not uh, huge winnings. I think you win like $7.20. But for me, I love doing – you can see oh, I have a bunch of drafts like currently in progress. So I do a bunch of these $1 drafts. And then I'm working on a best ball championship draft while we do it. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, live action drafting, we can see how it goes. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for hanging out. Yeah, Justin, what's going on, man? We're doing a live best ball draft on drafters.com. If you guys are new to drafters.com, uh, I do have – there's a link in the description below if you guys wanted to play. You get a sign-up bonus. I did put my refer friend link in there, but I think I've been talking to them. I think we're going to be getting a, a potential partnership where they give me a different promo code. Uh, but drafters.com, we've used them before. Hop in a lobby. They got the best ball championship. I'll probably do one of those videos sometime soon, show you guys what I'm doing for that. Uh, but just a lot of fun drafting. We're almost up to pick. So McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm going to kind of toggle the view here. So we got the ticker on the top. I don't know. What do you guys prefer? Do you guys prefer the ticker or do you guys want to kind of see the, the full board? I'm not sure which one I care for, uh, but we're going 20 rounds today. So thank you. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We got nothing going on. It's Friday. I hope everyone has a great holiday weekend. Uh, I will be doing a live stream later tonight too. I think around, I think I'm going to set it up for 530, uh, but we're going to be, I don't know. I, tonight's just going to be kind of a news day. We'll look at some things. I got some new things cooking on the fantasyfellowship.com. Um, I want to start doing some studies on the second year players because there's a ton of them this year. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor. He's the highest second, uh, second year player. Najee Harris is a rookie, but uh, otherwise, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Cam Akers. Did I skip over Cam Akers? Cam Akers went 1 7 overall. Wow. And then you're talking Tyreek Hill here just went. So I can maybe take Kelsey. I can take Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Nick Chubb is a guy that I do prefer some, sometimes too. Because I like to wait for the tight end position, I know I won't get I'm gonna I'm not gonna get Darren Waller at the 3-9 here. So if I want a top 10, uh, if I want a top tight end, I have to take it here. But I think if I just stick to my rankings, and again, these are my projections that you can get on the fantasy fantasyfellowship.com, I've got Nick Chubb as my RB5. When did that happen? Oh, actually, let me filter here. So I'm going to take Nick Chubb here. We got two seconds. Did I get it in? Just got it in at the nick of time. Um, so Aiden's saying, oh, wait, I, we're gonna, we'll target Chenault at some point. We're going to go after Diggs. If we can get Diggs on the comeback, sometimes he falls a little bit. I don't mind taking another um, running or wide receiver here. So we'll watch for Stephon Diggs. He's my wide receiver one. Um, I just updated, too, on the fantasyfellowship.com. I think I even put it under the free tab. So if you want to check out some of the free stuff, I put my best ball ownership stats. And all that, all this information is from uh, the drafters. Like you, We can actually just go look at it here, the ownership. So I've been doing a bunch of these. These are my top owned. Nick Chubb's probably my – he's my number one owned running back. i got a couple other like deep, uh, deep running backs that I've been taking, but I like LaVisca. A couple of Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins. That's what's fun about best ball is I keep track of all this for you. You get your you get your shares and uh, you see where it adds up at the end of the year. And what's cool about best ball? There's no um, yes. It uh, Aiden or Justin, have you guys played best ball leagues before? What I like about them is you just draft them and you don't have to worry about it. It's fun to check in on them every other week or so. Uh, I don't I don't pay too much attention to them. But they do a good job of telling you, oh, I'm in the money for this league, or you kind of just check the reports and see how it's going. But we just see a huge run on running backs. After we took Chubb, we get Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler. There goes Diggs, Mixon, Gibson, Jonathan Taylor. I really wanted Gibson, god dang it. Um, so Aaron Jones sticks out. We could take a guy like Hopkins. We could take Ridley. Um, I do like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but maybe not right now. I think even with... Hmm. Do we take Aaron Jones or do we go get a wide receiver here? I think I'm going to pull the trigger on Aaron Jones because he's a, 
he's a top 10 running back any way you shake it. Even with Jordan Love, I get that the defense would kind of queue up on, on the passing game and, and they would just kind of load the box there, I think. Uh, but Aaron Jones, he's going to be using the passing game. He's a PPR running back here. He's going to get us our catches. I do have Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, let me filter by PPR. I have Aaron Jones as my RB7. He's in for a career career workload for the passing game, I think. Because if, if it is Jordan Love, Jordan Love's going to – the thing about Jordan Love is he can execute the ball. Um, he, he can get the ball out really quickly. He can find Devontae Adams. He can check it down. And, and because Jamal Williams is gone, uh, I don't know if they trust A.J. Dillon quite as much. So I have a career year for receiving numbers for Aaron Jones. I, he's To me, he's a top 10 back, so I have no problem getting him. After we take, uh, after we took Jones, you see Adams, Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. Uh, but yeah, you guys, you guys got to get into some some drafters.com. And the promo code that I have below, um, if you sign up and you never played before, you're gonna get a 50% match bonus. So you put 20 bucks in, they'll give you free 10 bucks. Um, and Wall, if we can get Waller, like Waller's gonna go. Like that's the thing. If you are if you're one of the top, you know, one, two, three, four picks, you're, you probably are going to get Darren Waller to fall to you at the end of round two. This is probably the earliest I'm, I'm starting to see Darren Waller go, and it makes sense. Um, I might have a, time, a hard time passing up on A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and things like that. Um, so Waller Waller gets you top. I, I think Waller's top two. I, the thing with Kittle, I, I really like George Kittle, but if that offense goes to Trey Lance, um, you got you guys still got to satisfy Debo Samuel. You have to satisfy Brandon Ayuk, um, and th- it's a running team. Whereas with the Raiders, Darren Waller is the offensive chess piece. I think they're going to kind of switch up Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Might, it's still going to be Josh Jacobs leading that backfield, but it's going to be if you just look at the off- offense, it, it's Darren Waller is the focal point of that offense. So I think he's more valuable, and it, w- it would not surprise me if he outscores Travis Kelsey this season. Um, but yeah, Kittle in the third round, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. For me, I'd, I'd probably take A.J. Brown. I, f- I find myself just wanting Darren Waller. If I don't get Kelsey or Kittle, that's fine. I do have shares of Kittle, but getting Darren Waller has been a priority for me lately. Yep. And we will look at CD for sure. I'm actually working on uh, <laughs> – I'm working on the – let me see if I can share it. trying to I'm working on a new uh, where is it there we go we're working on the new the new thumbnail for tonight we got Gibson CD Lamb and Cam Akers we're going to talk about some uh, some RB2 or some year two players so I'm excited about that but let's go back to the draft are we up to pick we are almost up to pick let me get my boxes reorganized here um so let's see here moving into the top of the third you got Dobbins you got Kittle you have AJ Brown Mike Thomas Keenan Allen DeAndre Swift Chris Carson we are on deck uh Allen Robinson uh isn't he's an interesting guy at the top here let me see he had over 150 yards every game with Dak last year yes <laughs> uh, I could put Chenault on it I could I could sneak him in there so what's going on Sean or Liam uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. We're up to pick, though. We got two stud running backs, Nick Joe, Nick Chubb, and Aaron Jones. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, C.D. Lamb. This is probably who I'm looking at. I think it makes sense to take Terry McLaurin, though, here. I don't have – for me, because I, I do so many best balls, I don't have as much ownership. Uh, and if Kind of my rule is if I'm – just if you have a big league draft coming up at the end of August, if you don't get Antonio Gibson, you want Terry McLaurin. Uh, and for me, uh, I will always – Terry McLaurin is one of my favorite players to watch. If you remember Terry McLaurin, when he played with, let me pull up. When Terry McLaurin had, was it, uh, who was that? Was it Case Keenum? Case Keenum for like the first half of uh, his rookie season. That's when he he was just destroying. Uh, you see some of these games, this is a 2019 game log. Uh, he was just catching touchdowns, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick can do some really nice things for that offense. So after we take Terry, you get A-Rob, you get Kareem Hunt at 311. Wow. Uh, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, C.D. Lamb, David Montgomery. Now we're up to pick here. Uh, I like Mike Evans in a best ball league. Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, D.J. Moore. If we, if we, So the other rule, too, is if I said if I don't get Gibson, uh, I, I think I'm going to take Robert Woods here. Um 
it's between one of the Bucks receivers or one of the Rams receivers. I'm just going to take Robert Woods, uh, first name that comes to mind. So we kind of got, you know, two top 15 wide receivers. Um, for me, I, I I like getting either – if you can get a Bucks receiver or a Rams receiver, it's a really good move. And then the thing, too, with Carolina, if you don't get DJ Moore, go get Robbie Anderson. He's a little bit cheaper. So I love getting DJ Moore, but if we scroll down here, we, we can get Robbie Anderson really cheap. He's going at around 68th overall. So we'll look for him on the, com the comeback here at maybe 5'9 or 6'4. Maybe that's where we pull up on Robbie Anderson. And Kyle Pitts, he's starting to creep up too. I'm probably not going to get Kyle Pitts. We might be in the TJ Hawkinson range. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. But so far, I like this draft. We got Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Terry McLaurin, and Robert Woods. If we look at my, my rankings real quick, uh, I have McLaurin as wide receiver 12, and I have Woods as uh, wide receiver 14. The only guys that I think were available were Lockett and maybe – did we pass on Cooper? Was Cooper on the board? No, Cooper went. So technically I got, you know, the guys that were highest on my boards here. And then I do have, I mean, I got Cooper Cup. The difference between these players, if, if I look at the projections here, um, from Cooper, I guess we'll go from uh, my wide receiver 12 is McLaurin. From McLaurin down to Cooper Cup, it's a difference of 10 points. So like I, I kind of view all those guys in one big massive tier. Um, so it's kind of a preference call there. Is there an RB2, 2 receiver, and a flex? Let me show you the settings real quick. Um, so we are, we're starting one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, and one flex. And then what's my favorite thing is there's no kickers or defenses. I love that. Uh, don't need to waste any uh you know, picks or thoughts or time with the dif the defense and the kickers. So we're moving into the fifth round. I want to thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to like the stream, subscribe if you are new. Next week's going to be fun. I got a lot of stuff cooking next week. I got some uh, footballguys.com. They, they messaged me. I'm going to be writing something for one of their articles coming up. So I'm going to do some videos on that research. Uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up next week. But after we took Robert Woods, you see Josh Jacobs, Chris Godwin. There goes Mahomes, Evans, Cup, DJ Moore. Look at all this kind of gold color. I've been saying it for a while. Wide receiver four, uh, round four is a wide receiver round. That's I think that's the the juiciest part. Whether you get one of the Bucks receivers, one of the Cowboys receivers, one of the Rams receivers, or DJ Moore, I, I'm I'm smitten with that group of receivers there. And yeah, that's the thing with with Cooper Cup. He is more. He's a PPR value. He's going to get you, your, you know, your your high double digit floor, and and he's going to be safe week to week. So with a best ball league, a guy like let's just pull up Terry McLaurin's perfect for a best ball league. By the way, that's why I, I tend to pick him. And just the other thing too is best ball kind of makes you. It just makes you think about ceilings a little bit more. Guys that have big upside games, they might not be consistent, you know, as week to week. But as we look at it here, are we almost up to pick? We are getting close. Uh, who are we going to pull up here? I'm going to pull up Robert Woods. So I like Robert Woods as a best ball receiver because he sees some 28s, some 30s, some 20s. And he does have a relatively high floor here too. So I like his ability to get over 20s pretty consistently. Um, and Alan Lamar or Lockett. Okay, so the quarterbacks are starting to fall to us. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if Aiden was in our in our draft last night, but for me, when I look at when I'm filtering through this, like we can get Allen, we can get Lamar, we can get Kyler Murray yet. Uh, but look how deep we can get Russell Wilson or Herbert. Uh, I, I don't have a problem waiting for one of those guys. And then because it's best ball, you're gonna want to get another quarterback. So we can wait for a Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is a free square at this point if you want to play that way. Um, but I think I'm going to wait for Russ Wilson. Now, the guy that sticks out, I really like T. Higgins. I also think if we want TJ Hawkinson, this is our last opportunity to do so. Guys, we could even get Dak Prescott yet on the comeback. But uh, I'm really looking at TJ Hawkinson here. You guys like your top tight ends. This is the last chance we're going to get TJ Hawkinson, so I'm going to do so. And now we're kind of set up. We have a really nice, we have a really nice balanced floor. I, I mean, I think the Ravens are going to be in for a much better season. And if you look at Lamar's last handful of games here, should I do a zoom in? Lamar's last, you know, month and a half, two months, he was just on fire. He, I mean, there was a train wreck against Buffalo uh, in the playoffs, but six straight games over 21 fantasy points. It was, you know, kind of rough and up and down throughout the beginning of the year, but 
So we missed on uh, Josh Allen. There goes Beckham. There goes Prescott. So now we have a decision to make. If if Lamar is there, I, I think it's between Lamar or Murray. Should we pull one of these guys? Okay, Lamar just went. So maybe it makes sense for us to get the last. Um, this is perfect. I think this board fell really, really nice to us. We got maybe like, Kyler Murray could be the QB1. Um, should we take Murray? I mean, we're not going to get – the thing is we're not going to get Robbie Anderson on the way back. So if I take Robbie Anderson here, we're, we're kind of punting on, on quarterback Herbert or Russell Wilson falling to us. Um, because we start three wide receivers, I think I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, let's, try, let's try waiting on uh, quarterback. I just got Robbie Anderson. So now our starters are locked in. You have Chubb and Aaron Jones. You have McLaurin, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson. Those guys are all, to me, like top 15, top 20 wide receivers as a floor. And then TJ Hawkinson, who already was the tight end number five last year, um, he's, he's only going to go up here. It's going to be a career year for the guy. So, yeah, we locked in Robbie Anderson. I feel really good about this. And I've just been I – I can't get over the Carolina Panthers' uh, potential for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. If Again, if we look – if you look at the PPR numbers from last year, Teddy Bridgewater was able to support Curtis Samuel, wide receiver 23. There's Robbie Anderson, wide receiver 20, and DJ Moore, wide receiver 25. We're going to remove Curtis Samuel from all this. Sure, you're going to get some um, some Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, sprinkled in there as the wide receiver three. You're going to get some, who's the Seahawk? David Moore. They signed a Seahawk receiver named David Moore. You're going to get kind of a rotation at that number three. Um, so I think there's going to be some spillage for Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. They are top 25 receivers for sure. So I have no problem getting those guys into my lineup. Um, and yeah, 12 team. I think I think this is going pretty – this is one of my favorite best ball drafts so far. And yeah, stacking a Ryan Tannehill with Julio and A.J. Brown. If you guys like stacking, like look at our quarterbacks. We could stack – we can get Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think we got to go after Matt Stafford. And if we wanted to get Sam Darnold as a two or number three, I don't have a problem with that. But this is a really good draft so far. I think I'm, I think I'm feeling this one. So after we took Robbie Anderson, you have Kyler Murray went right after us. Brandon Ayuk, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton. Look at Trey Sermon. So look at the the rookie running backs. I guess Travis Etienne in the fifth round here, but Javante Williams in the sixth. Trey Sermon. Uh, in the sixth as well. So you're starting to see those rookie running backs come off the board. I don't know how many more there are, but uh, there's James Robinson in the sixth, Chase Edmonds, Juju Smith-Schuster. There's Javonta, uh, Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, DJ Chark. So our boy here, LaVisca Chenault Jr. is coming up. We might be able to get him. I think we can get him at the 7-9. If you guys have any problems with LaVisca Chenault, um, I think, oh, we missed Russell Wilson. So Chark is off the board. There goes Herbert too. So we missed the run on quarterbacks. I think that's okay. We can add, we can find some kind of you know tandem of Stafford, Brady, Tannehill, Burrow, Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. Uh, best ball is fun because it, it kind of just makes the quarterback situation. If you don't get a top one, you just make a tandem or a, a trio or something here. Um, so we could. I mean, we're probably enough to take Matt Stafford here in the seventh. Um, and. I'm trying to, can I zoom out here? Oh. Trying to get the whole board to show up on the screen. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven teams have quarterbacks so far. I kind of like the Trevor, the Trevor stack here. Damien Harris, Melvin Gordon. Um, so what do we do here, guys? Do we go after... We're not going to, I don't think we're going to get Chenault on the comeback. Chenault's one of the top players. I like Debo Samuel a lot. It's probably between those guys for me. Um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna roll the dice and see if a quarterback slides through on the comeback here. We're just going to take LaVisca. He's a, he's a fellowship favorite here. And now we have a really good core uh, because Chenault's going to be starting in our flex spot. If you remember, the starting lineup is two running backs, three receivers. Uh, and one flex. So now we have to probably throw some daggers at some running backs, some good backup running backs. And yes, uh, Chenault has been uh, probably the best player at Jags camp this summer so far. And I'm excited. It's it's finally July. So we get to, we get to report to camp in a few weeks. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but anyways, after we take Chenault, you see Debo Samuel, Moster, Michael Carter. We should probably start queuing up some running backs. I still like James Conner. I like Zach Moss. Kenyon Drake, Tony Pollard. You can get A.J. Dillon to back up Aaron Jones. Naheem Hines, Jamal Williams. 
Latavius Murray. Uh, I do like I like James White down here. It's a little little cheap for James White. Um, so we are on deck. Ryan Tannehill off the board. Mikul Hardman, Dallas Goddard. I think we got to take Matt Stafford here, guys. Huh? What do you think? Should we take Stafford here? Um, and Chenault's, Chenault's one of the most talented. He, he probably was one of the best receivers in the draft last year. It was just the injury concerns. I'm leaning Matt Stafford here, and that would complete our starting lineup. Um, and then from this point on, like now that you've got Stafford locked in, I, I don't really care if we if we wait a little bit for another quarterback. We can get a guy like – I mean, Matt Ryan's a top-12 quarterback. Uh, something that really intrigued me, actually, when I looked at this, look at where Kirk Cousins was last year. Quarterback 11. Threw for 35 touchdowns, 4,265 yards, and even rushed for a touchdown. So uh, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, those guys are on my list. Maybe we snag a rookie quarterback or two, um, whether that's Trevor Lawrence. I do like, – two attack of Iloa is dirt cheap. Baker Mayfield's dirt cheap. We can get Ryan Fitzpatrick on the team, Sam Darnold. Um, so now that we got the one quarterback on the way, I don't think I'm going to press. I'm, I don't think I'm going to press for it. And then get Moss or Singletary. I still, yeah, Joe Burrow, like, I have a feeling, though, because if I, here, if I zoom out, look at some of the, there's a, these three teams here, teams one, two, and three, all don't have quarterbacks, so I think there's going to be a huge quarterback run right here in the eighth and the ninth round. <laughs> yes, I think, I think we'll target Fitzpatrick. So after we take Stafford, you get Leonard Fournette, Curtis Samuel, Jalen Hurts, Will Fuller, Noah Fant. And now we're probably, ooh, Michael Gallup. We should have taken Michael Gallup. Dang it. I missed that one. There goes Brady. Probably a, probably a quarterback with one of these two picks, you would think. Aaron Rodgers. He's going to take another one. Yep, he does too. Joe Burrow. So here's the quarterback run. I'm going to filter by all. Um, so there's some good receivers left. Cooks, Marquise Brown, uh, Antonio Brown, Jarvis Landry, Mike Williams, some of my favorite, Jalen Waddell. Uh, I'm probably going to snag James Conner, though, for best ball purposes. That's the one that sticks out. So if we can get, we'll see if, about these receivers. But there goes Matt Ryan. I think for me, because we already have four wide receivers, it, it makes sense to snag a running back here. We're going to see all those good receivers go, too. Um, we're almost up to pick here. So at the top of the ninth round, that's where Joe Burrow goes. Antonio Brown, Brandon Cooks, Matt Ryan, Marquise Brown, Jarvis Landry. Um, and yeah, I think there might be an opportunity for Waddle to fall. I really, really like Mike Williams. Especially in a best ball league, uh, Mike Williams, I know he only had one, two, three, four. He only had five games over double digits last season, but there's a lot of good reports coming out about him. There goes Logan Thomas. I think I have to take, take James Conner. I'll show you guys where I have Conner projected. And if you look at how he ended his season, like he was fine. And the start, like James Conner is a good running back. Um, I don't know how many times I have to show it, but the Cardinals, they gave Kenyon Drake a ton of red zone touches last year. He was like fourth in the league in total carries from inside the five. He had nine touchdowns inside the five yard line. So James Conner, best ball league, I think sign me up. Um, and I'll show you guys the projections real quick here. Um, Conner is my RB 24. I have him running for almost 900 yards, nine touchdowns catching about 20 passes and maybe even catching a touchdown. Um, James Conner is a – I'm a fan of James Conner. Um, so now I guess if we just look at kind of the, the positional stuff here, David Johnson, don't know if I want to text him. Zach Moss is interesting, though, because it's it's sounding really, really promising for Zach Moss in Buffalo. A lot of people are pumping him up. It seems like a good fit. He probably will take – there goes Zach Moss. So he's, he's off the board. Uh, but we, we just did our zero running back strategy last night. Uh, Zach Moss was a part of the plan. I think I think Justin was able to draft him. I can't recall. Uh, but another guy here for, for best ball backups, like Gus Edwards. And for best ball, I kind of just look at how many times is the player over double digits. So you got one, two, three, four. Only four games for Gus Edwards over double digits last year. 
Uh, but we are up to pick your guy, Jalen Waddle, just off the board. We can get Tyler Higby. We can get a nice fat Ram stack going. Stafford, Woods, and uh, uh, Tyler Higby. Jaseki, Irv Smith, Tunyon. 20 seconds to do the job. Devontae Parker, Corey Davis, Darnell Mooney. I don't know if the receivers stick out to me yet. I don't know if any running backs stick out to me yet either. I'm going to pull Kirk Cousins here. And I believe, when is his bye week? Bye week seven. All right, we're going to pull Kirk Cousins. And now we're set at quarterback. Cousins and Matt Stafford. Someone's going to get 20 points every week. And if we really wanted to, we can still snag Fitzpatrick or Sam Darnold a little bit later. I just didn't want to – after that, there's kind of a cliff. Baker Mayfield is – Baker Mayfield's interesting because you see basically week, week 11 he kind of bottomed out. And then the rest of the season he was actually pretty good. Um but uh, I think a healthy Nick Chubb, uh, a healthy Odell Beckham, like that team it could be in good shape. But I just I don't trust it for my true quarterback, too. I think I prefer Cousins. Um, let's actually look at Kirk Cousins. Just look at his game logs from last year. He only had one really, really terrible game. I guess two. The Indianapolis game were minus 148 points. Can't have that. And then another game here, 10 points. But otherwise, like he's got like 17 to 20 point floor for the most part. Um, so I do like Kirk Cousins. I think he's a little underrated. So uh, we're moving along into the 10th and almost 11th round. After we took Cousins, you got Devontae Parker. There's Marvin Jones, Michael Pittman Jr., Tyler Higby, Mike Gusecki, Tony Pollard. Um, so I don't know. I I'm feeling pretty good about this. We're, we're halfway through the draft. We have 10 of our 20 players. Our quarterbacks are Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins. Our running backs, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, James Conner. Our four wide receivers are Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, and LaVisca Chanel's, and then TJ Hawkinson. So at this point, everybody else that we draft, they are going to be depth. They are going to be guys that maybe if there's an injury, they get pulled up to our starting lineup or who knows, guys with high upside. So I'm, I'm definitely excited about – this is the fun part of the draft for me, actually, because this is kind of where there's no rules. Everything kind of just goes uh, to whatever you feel you need to fill your roster. So it's kind of all over the place. But we're beginning the 11th round. There's Gus Edwards. There's Corey Davis. Uh, we can start, oh, A.J. Dillon. I was thinking about A.J. Dillon on the comeback here. But a guy like Naheem Hines, Jamal Williams, Daryl Henderson, Latavius Murray. The running backs are starting to get thin. I still, I really, really like James White a little bit later in PPR leagues. Um, especially if Mac Jones is the quarterback, James White can be useful. He had one, two three, four, five games over double digits last season. He had an eight in there, a 9.5. He's got a decent floor for us if he has to start a couple of games. That'd be fine. Uh, but Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, James Conner, I'm not sure where the value is quite right now. So I just filtered by all, and let's see what happens here. We could take Elijah Moore, rookie receiver for the Jets. Uh, he's, if you haven't heard about Elijah Moore's uh, offseason yet you you probably haven't looked at too much NFL stuff he's all over the place um, and he's from the same school Ole Miss as DK Metcalf AJ Brown um, it looks like Rogers staying what happened what did I miss what did I miss what's what's your source I'll look at that in a sec we are on deck right now um, Jalen Reger is interesting. I think I got to get Elijah Moore here, though. The other guy that I'm very open to being more useful this, this season is Henry Ruggs. I mean, he only had two useful games last season, but it sounds like he might have a nice sophomore season. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Elijah Moore here. Um, we're on the Twitter's machine. What are we looking for? There was an ESPN, Jeremy Fowler. And I know a lot of people were nervous about this July 2nd date. Um, yeah, I don't think Rogers is opting out for COVID reasons. 
Well, we'll see. I'm, I still think Rodgers is going to play this year. We are up to pick. Um, I'm actually not a fan of Herb Smith. I'm not a fan of Herb Smith. Um, Daryl Henderson, Herb Smith, Jalen Rager, Gronk, Latavius, Trey Lance. Um, as far as everybody available here, it looks like Henry Ruggs is the best available player. Um, Singletary, McKissick. I like Singletary, but um, I, I think I, I think it's Ruggs. I, I think it's Ruggs. Um, so with I, I want to show some stuff here because with Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph is gone, but there has been some reports, uh, even from the head coach himself, saying, I don't really see a much role change for Irv Smith down the stretch. If anything, it's going to be the, the backup tight end, Tyler Conklin, who's actually getting more uh, workload on his plate. So Irv Smith last season, in the same role that he's going to be playing now, he was tight end number 23. Uh, we're going to scroll down here a little bit. Where is Tyler Conklin? Now, Tyler Conklin filled in for Kyle Rudolph at the end of the season, and he had a pretty nice end of the season. Weeks 14, I guess basically weeks 14 through 17, 5 for 40, 3 for 57 and a touchdown, 4 for 31, 3 for 40. So they really liked Tyler Conklin. He was a former third-round pick, uh, just a few, or fifth-round pick just in the 2018 draft. So they're going to insert him into the Kyle Rudolph role, and then all of a sudden, Irv Smith, he's going to kind of, he's going to get on the field more, but I just want to look in, at the numbers Weeks 14 through 17, when our guy was on, when Rudolph was out, you see week 14, he gets 16.3 points, fantastic, 6.7, 23.3, and 5. So I guess for best ball leagues, I do get it. I just think he's going to be a little bit herky-jerky uh, for the most part. So for redraft leagues, I'm probably not looking at Herb Smith, but I get it for uh, these best ball leagues. And Aguilar is an interesting guy. I really like Jacoby Myers, too, if we can get, if we can get Aguilar or Jacoby. Um, yes. And the, the thing with, for when I draft for fantasy, like I'm not, um, with the tight ends, like if you get a good one, you, you don't need too many more tight ends. If you get, if you don't get a good tight end, then I'm taking like three tight ends and I'm going to throw haymakers. So I do think if you, if you want to draft Irv Smith, you, you plan to take two, one or two other tight ends with him that you could maybe filter out and see how the start of the season goes. And then you'll kind of know. Um, so I'm, I'm open to Irv Smith being more on the plate, more work on his plate. Uh, but the Kirk with no fit. I do like Christian Kirk. And actually, follow me with this. Larry Fitzgerald, to end his career, he was a slot receiver for the Cardinals. Uh, if you guys remember, Christian Kirk in – Christian Kirk in uh, – I can't remember where Christian – was it Texas Tech? can't remember where Christian Kirk played. But in college, Christian Kirk was a premier slot receiver option college so if 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 i'm just thinking about yeah he was texas a&m if i'm just thinking logically here larry fitzgerald's out they bring in aj green aj green's a, a premier outside receiver he's older but we'll see so aj green on the outside deandre hopkins on the outside you're going to put christian kirk in the slot so i do like christian kirk quite a bit um yes well hawk 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 can boom too um let me pull up some of the hawk numbers and I guess the difference is Hawk's going to be a top five tight end, and with Irv Smith, I think it's going to it's going to take a lot for him to get there. Uh, but Hawkinson already was a top five tight end, and I guess he is more consistent than Boom. Uh, but at that point, we can get some Boomers later. So we are on deck to pick here. Rondell Moore probably need to look at running backs. So we missed on James White, Tariq Cohen, Kenny Gainwell, Jeff Wilson, Philip Lindsay, Giovanni Bernard. We're going to be a little weak on running backs in this one. Um, we're, we have six wide receivers. Let me see the tight ends here. What do you guys think about Johnny Smith or Gerald Everett? I kind of like Johnny Smith here. Because if we're talking about boom guys, he, Johnny Smith and Herb Smith are kind of the same player for me within their offenses. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and snag Johnny Smith here. Now we got Hawkinson and Johnny Smith. Uh, again, if, I, if Mac Jones is the quarterback, I, I, I do think there's – uh, good potential for the Patriots playmakers there. And then I think I have to get a Blake Jarwin chair in this one. He's going to be our number three, I think. Uh, Cole Komet is interesting. They're, we're probably looking at some kind of 50-50 duo of Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham, but Cole Komet came on strong at the end of the year. Um, 
but still, I, he might be a, a year away uh, from being like, an, like a top 12 threat, but he's, he's a good guy for best ball purposes. Um, so we're moving on quarterbacks here. Darnold remains. Ryan Fitzpatrick off the board here in that round before us. <sighs> I don't like the running backs here, but we kind of need one, don't we? Crowder, Paris Campbell, Mims, Perriman. What do you guys think about Traquan Smith with Jameis Winston? We'll go Derek Carr here, and then we're done with quarterbacks. So our quarterbacks are Stafford, Kirk Cousins, and Derek Carr. Um, let me pull up the quarterback numbers. Let's see here. So Derek Carr was, <laughs> he was quarterback 13 last year in this scoring format. In ESPN scoring, he was quarterback 13 again. So I, the only reason why I like, I don't love Johnny Smith either, um, but they, they paid him a lot of money to be there. And he's, he's my tight end 14. I have Irv Smith as my tight end 17. Um, so it's kind of all in that same value. But the guy that I really want is Blake Jarwin. He's the guy that I think is going to impress a lot of people this year. Austin Hooper, Anthony Ferkser. Uh, I just think locking in a guy like Johnny Smith paired with Hawkinson, that gives us those boom weeks because uh, Johnny Smith, as long as Smith is healthy, he's probably going to be a potential to lead that team in touchdowns. Um, so he just, I mean, he's, he's got the 20 point, you know, ceiling potential. Uh, he's, he's a touchdown guy for them. I think he's going to be a big part of their red zone offense. I kind of like getting, you know, Hunter Henry or Johnny Smith on my team. I think both those guys could be big touchdown performers for the, for the Patriots this year. So we're moving into the 15th round, starting to see some tight ends off the board. Jared Cook, Zach Ertz. Uh, we probably need to start hammering some running backs. We have six wide receivers. We have three quarterbacks. Only three running backs in two tight ends. Um, Cole Komet, Blake Jarwin, Eric Ebron. The tight ends are probably going to get, after these top three guys, the tight ends really get uh, pretty weak here. Dawson Knox, O.J. Howard, mm, Dan Arnold maybe in Carolina. We'll see. It gets really slim there. Uh, but we probably need to take a stand on a running back. Um well, the thing too, I mean, if it if it is Cam Newton, uh, Cam Newton has had a ton of success with Greg Olson in the past. I, I I could see the tight ends working for him and helping that offense be with Cam Newton. But I th I, I just I want to see, uh, I just I want to see Mac Jones be the quarterback. I think that would be the best case for the Patriots' offense this season. Um, what do you guys think about Giovanni Bernard with Tampa Bay? I think he's going to be pesky. I think he's going to he's going to cap. Leonard Fournette's and Ronald Jones' upside uh, in the passing game. Tevin Coleman, I, it's I don't think Tevin Coleman's a great player. It's just they basically have the 49ers East offense uh, with all the coaching staff that they have there. They're going to be running the 49ers scheme. Um, Tevin Coleman could pop off for a few games here. I don't love it. Uh, Giovanni Bernard makes sense. Um yeah, who, I, I don't know what's going on with Todd Gurley. We're probably going to get some handcuffs at the end. Maybe some IJP Ryan for Joe Mixon. We'll get maybe Daryl Williams for Clyde Edwards. Uh, Malcolm Brown, actually. I like Malcolm Brown in, in over there. Wide receiver, your Brashad Perriman still sticking out. I think I like Traquan Smith, though. You guys cool with Traquan Smith? We don't have any New Orleans Saints. And you talk about a guy with um, some big boom games. I mean, 21.4 or 23.5. Quarterback situation was a mess last year. I think Traquan Smith could be a, a guy that Jameis – I just know he's been working out with Jameis Winston. They're going to be trying to get that that deep ball going in the Saints system. So we have seven really good wide receivers here. So we might be done there. Um, Blake Jarwin. I, MVS, is, is he's definitely a target here. He's a little bit lower on the list. Um, I, whew. Giovanni Bernard, and this guy's going to take. All right, I'm going to do, I have to do it. I have to take Blake Jarwin. He's he's my tight end number 11. Uh, he is, he's going to be the guy that I'm going to tell people you can't leave your drafts without. Uh, he's a backup tight end. He's very cheap. He got hurt last season. Dallas offense produced a top 10 tight end with Dalton Schultz. So we're done at running back. And basically we have 
four picks to snag running backs or an extra wide receiver. So we're going to be going after the handcuffs. So we'll start to kind of pivot our draft here. Uh, but I really like our receiver group. That's Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, LaVisca Chenault. Those guys are going to be our starters. And then just throw in a couple games from Elijah Moore. Throw in some Henry Ruggs big games. Throw in some Traquan Smith big games. Um, I, I like MVS a lot. If we can get MVS on the squad, I think he had a really good end of the season. He played great against Tampa Bay. You're not going to find a guy that uh, – has that much upside at this point in the draft. So we're going to, we're going to pencil in Marquez Valdez scantling. Another guy I'm interested to, like if we had to, if you had to take wide receivers late, Sammy Watkins with Baltimore. I don't mind him. I don't think I've taken Kadarius Tony at all. I'm, I'm very not on the, that was a bad first round pick. I, that You could see that coming for a mile away. He's a fun player, but I just don't think the giants are going to know how to use him properly so Gurley, he's been kind of doing girly has been doing the veteran tour hasn't he let me uh girly <clears throat> what's this this is a day ago the ideal landing spot um The Detroit Lions. I don't like it in the Lions. If he doesn't end up in the Detroit Lions, Motor City, the Chargers could be a fun landing spot. While Eckler is a clear number one, the Chargers may not want him in between the tackles. So I agree. I think we should take Todd Gurley on the comeback here. That's a really good idea. I want Iggy Max Kilmarn. We got Darius Slayton. So I'm, I'm nervous about Slayton because Kenny Galladay is going to take all of his deep targets. Uh, that makes me a little bit nervous. And Le'Veon Bell, where, where is what, – what's what's he doing? Has he been releasing any music lately? <laughs> um, New Orleans Saints as a landing spot? He At this point of his, of his career, he just wants a championship. So he's going to go uh, to wherever he sees fit. All right. I don't know if we're going to get – Marquez Valdez Scantling. If we don't get Scantling, I like Lazard quite a bit too. Lazard's got some nice boom potential. One, two, three, four, five games over double digits last season. What do you guys think about Deshaun Jackson with Matt Stafford? I know he seems to get hurt like every season, um, but when he plays, he's going to get us some points. I just want to see. So we, we could have waited to the end of the draft to get Jared Goff, who even if you don't like Jared Goff, that, that he's going to be on a losing team and they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. So Jared Goff is a free square in the 17th round of best ball leagues. That's interesting. There's Mac Jones. There goes Goff. <clears throat> so we're on deck. Let's let's we're going to close this out with MVS. We're just going to continue. We're done at receiver, and now we have to just kind of. Ooh, our receivers are fun. I, I like the best ball options. We got Rugs, Traquan, and MVS to throw some, you know, some bangers in there. Hopefully, one of those guys should pop off like every other week. Um, so we, we got some good bangers there. We have some good starters. Um, we're we're gonna take Todd Gurley here next. We're gonna take Todd Gurley here next. Um, you're talking um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Did Watson get drafted at all? Let me see if I can find. Uh, Watson went fifteenth. Um, I haven't. I, there's been a couple times where I've drafted Deshaun Watson. Um, for me, it's a preference call. I, I just I don't think he's going to play this year. I just don't think he's going to play. And yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, he should get like the first month and a half at least to start, but I, it just seems like every, like, it's it's going to be Trey Lance at some point. I, I just prefer to stay away from a situation like that. But we, we could do, <laughs> maybe one of these best ball drafts, I'll do a zero QB strategy where our starting quarterbacks are like Teddy Bridgewater, Mac Jones, uh, freaking Jordan Love and I don't know Drew Locke. 
call it. Uh, but we missed on P Ryan. Dang it. We're taking Todd Gurley here. If Todd Gurley signs somewhere, like he still got touchdowns last season. I think there's still some stuff left in the tank. Just what do you, uh, Justin Aiden? What do you, what do you guys think? Like, wh what's the best case scenario for Todd Gurley? Like, where does he sign that makes us interested? He's he's only going to sign for a contender. That's what makes me nervous. And all those teams, you know, really have things in place. The Chargers do make a lot of sense. I like that fit. Um, let me see anybody. Seattle. What do you think about Seattle? Because Rashad Penny's got a busted up knee. It doesn't sound, he just had another cleanup surgery on it. Chris Carson, he's a big violent guy. They he really hasn't played a full season. I, I could see Seattle being interesting for Todd Gurley. Um I'm trying to get any other teams here. The Lions make a lot of sense, but I just I don't know if there's got to be a contending team that's willing to take Todd Gurley. Uh, the, I mean, the Jets, the Lions. I like I like Seattle idea. I like the Chargers. Nowhere else really makes sense. Uh, but we're moving, cruising. We have two more picks left in our draft. We're probably going to snag some remaining running backs here. So that's what we're looking at. <clears throat> we're kind of just taking handcuffs. Um, now, one of the guys, I, I saw someone, I don't know which one of you posted it, but you said Salvan Ahmed, uh, Ahmed before. Uh, I actually think with the Miami Dolphins, uh, I have Malcolm Brown projected as their number two running back. And for best ball leagues, I mean, he was he scored touchdowns for the Rams last year. He had, what, one, two, three games over double digits. But he's a good pass catcher. He's a good kind of all-around all running back. He can pound it in between the tackles. I don't think Miles Gaskin's going to be the red zone back when they get in there. Uh, we'll see if it's Ahmed or Malcolm Brown. But I do like – I like that option. Um, the Giants. So the Giants, too, they also signed – we could take Devontae Booker because that's who they brought in to be the backup because Wayne Gallman – uh, left, he's in San Francisco now. So Wayne Gallman in San Francisco. What do you guys think of Jarek McKinnon uh, with Kansas City? Do you guys know he was in Kansas City? And so Malcolm Brown's going to be their bruiser. Like when they get near the goal line, he's their biggest back. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be their Jordan Howard plotting in from the one yard line. Um, and I like Salman Ahmed, but they, the only running back they have paid to be there is Malcolm Brown. So I trust that they're going to use him. I like to follow the money sometimes. Um, Ty Johnson for the Jets. What do you guys think of Mike or Boston Scott, Philly? Um, there's your Le'Veon Bell. Hmm. No team has signed Duke Johnson yet. Should we sign Duke Johnson? I mean, he pops. He had. He's, I mean, he had a couple games last year where he scored some touchdowns. Um, Carlos Hyde. He's the. I guess he's the number three in Jacksonville now. Man, it gets ugly down here. Should we? What if, What if we take Kyle Uzcheck? <laughs> He had one. He had two games over double digits last year. He caught some touchdowns, ran for some touchdowns. Uh, with this pick, we missed on Malcolm Brown. Dang it! Um, what do you guys think of Justin Jackson? One, two, three games over double digits last season with Austin Eckler injured. Uh, he might be the. He might be my most attractive player. I'm I'm thinking it's it's Justin Jackson here. At this point of the draft, if we get one or two games out of these players, it's a win. Um, taking a handcuff like Devontae Booker, it does make sense. If Saquon Barkley goes down, he's going to be the guy. So I I think it's Booker with Le'Veon Bell. I just I don't like he's never going to get a workload. 
even if he signs somewhere, um, I just I don't. The difference is, Le'Veon Bell signed somewhere. Uh, it's going to take him. He he would need an injury to get uh, put into fantasy relevance. With Devontae Booker, it's the same thing. But at this point of the you know of their careers, I don't know who's the better running back. So I'm thinking it's Devontae Booker. We just cap it off with him. He had done some nice things for for the Raiders last season in his one year there. So I'm, I think it's Booker. We'll end the draft on that note. And this is the, the final draft. So our quarterbacks are Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Uh, not the sexiest group of quarterbacks, but they will get the job done. One of them will be a top 10 quarterback, maybe two of them. Uh, running backs, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones. Those are going to be our workhorses for us. We'll see if James Conner can get sprinkled in every now and then. But Todd Gurley, depending on where he signs, that's going to be a nice chip for us to fall. Justin Jackson. And I still think even with a healthy uh, Austin Eckler, you're still going to see Justin Jackson worked into the offense. And if anything does happen to Eckler, we got uh, probably their best, shiftiest back. And Devontae Booker, we'll see what happens with him. If anything happens to Saquon Barkley, we're looking really, really good there. Wide receiver is our strength, I think, or it's probably our deepest, I would say that. Terry McLaurin, Bob Woods, Robbie Anderson, LaVisca Chenault, Elijah Moore, Henry Ruggs, Traquan Smith, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I like those last three receivers because those guys are all just pop off randomly for, you know, the 70-yard touchdown catch. We'll see what happens. Jameis Winston is intriguing me more and more each week. It feels like it's going to be Jameis Winston getting the starting job until um, unless he you know throws interceptions and he gets yanked but uh, i like that receiver group and then our tight ends tj hawkinson johnny smith and blake jarwin so this was a lot of fun i do have it's about 214 i will be going live in about three hours we'll do another hangout here we'll just kind of read the news and just hang out and answer any questions you guys got but the 20th round it looks like why does that keep popping up amari rogers pat fairmouth Olamide Zacchaeus, there's our booker. Mac Jones in the 20th round. That's probably, a, that's a really good pick. Dalton Schultz, KJ Hamler, Jarek McKinnon, Jalen Guyton. There's Ty Johnson, and we'll see what else happens here to finish the draft. Who's your top five picks in the draft in order PPR? Um, I think it's clearly all, I think it's all running backs for sure. Let me pull up my rankings here. Um, there's no other receiver or tight end I would consider. These are my top five backs. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley. That's the order I would take them in. Now, I do think I've if Saquon Barkley plays a full 16-game season, uh, you're looking at a really nice value at the fifth pick. So those are my top five backs. I think the hardest position to be in drafts this year is the sixth position. Um, unless someone... If somebody reaches up on Jonathan Taylor in the top five, you're going to get a Henry or Barkley to fall to. That's great, too. But those six, seven, eight spots, those are the most difficult spots for me. If you get to pick your draft order, I prefer to be at the end. Um, I either want a top five pick to get one of these running backs, or I want to be 10, 11, 12, or 9, 10 if, if you're in a 10-man league. So those are my favorite preferences. Because if you get the if you get the ninth or the 10th pick, sometimes you get Nick Chubb to fall to you. Sometimes you get Ezekiel Elliott to fall to you. Um, so that's kind of how my things have been going so far, but, uh, that's going to do it for this live stream. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'll be live in a couple hours too. I don't know how long we'll hang out for tonight, but I will be live in a few hours. So thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you guys later tonight. Peace.